Welcome to the Man Up God's Way podcast. We are dedicated to changing the way Christian men live and act for them to stop being spiritual sissies. It's time to man up God's way. And here's your host, Jody Burkeen. Good to be with you guys today. Looking forward to the next 13 weeks. We're going to be doing some Bible study stuff. I hope you guys are excited about that. We're going to go through some basic Bible study uh, things, some basic understanding of the Bible, some doctrinal uh, understanding, and uh, I hope that you will uh, glean a lot from these uh, next 13 weeks. And uh, It may not take 13 weeks, but it's going to be 13 studies and i hope that you'll join me for all 13 uh, i'm excited uh, that we've started this podcast has given me a few great ideas just to be able to come and uh, to to give you guys some content and we've got some big things happening at man up god's way and can't wait to share some of those things for you but uh, let's jump into our first bible study tonight uh or today i should say um, uh, let's just understand what the Bible is and we're going to kind of do a simple approach of it so you can kind of understand uh, the Bible itself why we believe in it what we believe in it how it was put together so forth and so on so uh, just so you guys know here's some basic facts about the Bible the word Bible means book uh, which in the Greek is biblios and it is uh, the oldest book in the world it is also the best-selling book in the world it is uh, widely distributed, uh, is the most widely distributed book in the world, and it is uh, pretty much the most translated book in the world. Uh, the full and complete Bible has been translated over 275 times, um, excuse me, in different languages, 275 different languages, and portions of the Bible have been translated to close to 2,000 languages. So we've still got a long way to go to get the Bible to just about everybody that we know, or I should say on, on the earth, and we want to continue that. So if there's an organization out there that you can support to help translate those Bibles, man, uh, by all means do it. Uh, also, um, we want to talk about some of the divine origins of the Bible, uh, some internal evidence that we can find uh, within the Bible itself. Uh, first of all, the Bible claims that God is its author. And for many of those of you who know Second Timothy uh, 3.16, that all scripture is inspired by God. And so, in other words, men penned it. Uh, they actually wrote it down, but it was inspired by God through the Holy Spirit. The Old Testament claims uh, to divine authorship, which uh, this is not exhaustive, exhaustive but uh, in Second uh, Samuel 23.2, it says, The Spirit of the Lord spoke through me. His word was on my tongue. Jeremiah 1 9 then the Lord reached out his hand and touched my mouth and said to me now I put my words in your mouth uh, in Genesis chapter 1 God said the actual words God said appears nine times and Malachi appears 23 times it says thus saith the Lord and uh, in one form or another God said appears in the Old Testament about 3808 times so the New Testament claims to, uh, to divine authorship. Uh, again, this is not an exhaustive list, but Galatians 1, uh, 11 through, uh, through 12, it says, I want you to know, brothers, that the gospel I preach is not something that man made up. I did not receive it from any man, nor was I taught it. Rather, I received it by revelation from Jesus Christ. And this is Paul writing to the Galatians. Uh, again, Paul writes to the Thessalonians in 1 Thessalonians uh, 2, 13. It says, 
And we speak, or excuse me, and we also thank God continually because when we received the word of God, which you heard from us, you accepted us not as, as the word of men, but as it actually is the word of God, which is at work in who you believe. So not only does the Bible claim that it's divine, uh, we see it through both the Old Testament and the New Testament authors as well. Uh, so in the in the Bible, uh, names used to define itself, uh, which also point to a divine origin, uh, in First Thessalonians two thirteen and in First Peter uh, one twenty three, it says the word of God. In other words, uh, God spoke these words, not necessarily men. Acts chapter seven thirty eight, the living words, and we understand that to be. Uh, Jesus Christ, who is um, the Word, and uh, is spoke the Word, and that's how we see him a lot in John, First John, uh, and Second, Third John as well. Romans three two, the very words of God. Romans one twelve, Holy Scripture, and so. Um, when you're out there and you're having these conversations with maybe people who don't believe in the Bible or keep saying that it's divine, it was written by men, it's not divinely inspired, uh, to this date there's no, not been any um, valid uh, proof that it has not been written by God. And uh, so you can stand on that. And as you guys get into the Word of God, which we highly recommend that you read your Bible every day, pray, repent. Um, and have that discipline in your life so you can get to know uh, Jesus Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit, through the Word of God uh, in the Bible. So make sure you read that every single day. Let's talk about the unity of the Bible. A lot of times you hear people always talk about how the Bible is not unified and how there's contradictions and so forth and so on. And again, there is not uh, any of the above. The unity of the Bible is made up of 66 books, 27 New Testament and 39 Old Testament. The Bible is written in three languages, Hebrew, Aramaic, and Greek. It was written over a 1,500-year time span. Uh, the Bible was also written on three different continents, and it had at least 40 different human authors, those who penned it. Uh, again, we talked about the inspiration coming from God and the Holy Spirit. And none of these authors, writing in different languages over a large period of, t uh, period of time, a large span of time, from differing backgrounds and geographical locations, disagree on any point and never contradict each other. You can't find a contradiction in the Bible. This diversity and unity can only be explained by, div by divine revelation. And so, could you imagine all of us getting together and just... Uh, we're going to pick a topic. Let's say, let's just pick sports. So let's put, pick football. We're all going to write about football, what we know about football and uh, how it's played and all of that. And let's say we pick 40 people and we all start writing on it. There would not be any unity whatsoever in the writings that we had coming from that. So when you take 40 authors over a 1,500-year period in three different languages on three different continents, uh, you can see that it, it can only be divinely inspired by God. It had to be put together by God and not man. So let's look at some external evidences, uh, some outside proofs that the Bible is divine. Uh, first thing is it's fulfilled prophecy. There are over 300 Old Testament prophecies uh, concerning Jesus that have been fulfilled. Uh, 29 to 33 prophecies were fulfilled on the day of Jesus' crucifixion. Uh, many other prophecies have been fulfilled that are too numerous to mention here. And uh, as you go through the Bible and you start reading it and you start seeing some of the, 
the the major prophets in the Old Testament talking about some of the prophecies that were going to happen, uh, whether it was Jesus or you even look um, uh, to, to some of the great things that happened in the New Testament, uh, you can only say that that was divinely inspired. Uh, some scientific accuracies. Um, if you look at Isaiah 40, 22, it says this, He sits enthroned above the circle of the earth, and the people are like grasshoppers. He stretches out heavens like a canopy and spreads them out like a tent to live in. So early on in Isaiah, thousands of years ago, before they ever had planes or rocket ships or satellites or pictures to be able to take out of space, uh, God talks about the spherical shape of the earth. And so when you look at that and uh, try to figure out how people kind of knew that back then, uh, God knows. God created the earth. It says he sits enthroned above the circle of the earth. Um, the earth is suspended in nothing. Look at Job 26, 7. He spreads out the northern skies over empty space. He suspends the earth over nothing. And so again, uh, up until the last few centuries, did did we really were we or excuse me the last few decades were we actually able to to verify that with uh, satellites and uh, some planes and, and spaceships that can actually get to outer space? Uh, look at the stars. The stars are innumerable. Genesis fifteen five. He took them outside and said, "Look up on the heavens and count the stars, if you indeed can count them." Then he said to him, "So shall your offspring be." And so God even allowed us to see in Genesis uh, that the stars are too much to count. And again, um, nobody knows the number of the stars in the sky. Hydrological cycles. Job 26.8, he wraps up the waters in his clouds, yet the clouds do not burst under their weight. Job 36.27-28, he draws up the drops of water, which distilled as rain, to the streams, the clouds pour down and their moistures, abundant showers, fall on mankind. And then also in Ecclesiastes 1, 6-7, The wind blows to the south and turns to the north, round and round it goes, ever returning on its course. All streams flow to the sea, yet the sea is never full. The place of the, of the streams comes from there they are to return again. And so you see this hydrological cycle uh, being talked about in the Bible, meaning that from the sea, uh, the, 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 uh, the water evaporates, goes into the clouds, comes over land, drops through the rain, uh, streams, lakes, so forth and so on. Uh, the concept of entropy, uh, Psalms 102 uh, 25 through 26 in the beginning you laid the foundations of the earth and the heavens are the work of your hands they will perish but you will remain they will wear out like a garment like clothing you will change them and they will be discarded and so then you also see in leviticus um, 12 through 14 the nature of health and sanitation and sickness and this is where a lot of times you'll see uh, the civil or the, the laws of the Levit leviticus uh, talking about the cleanliness and so uh, God even knew how to, to give us some rules and regulations on how to stay healthy and how to stay clean and, and some sanitation uh, issues as well so let's talk about the value of the Bible the Bible tells us about Christ and reveals the way of salvation one of the most important things that you could ever look at in the Bible uh, I think too many people try to read the Bible for a historical a viewpoint, uh, maybe even some knowledge. Uh, as an atheist, I, prior to to my life of given given my life to the Lord in uh, May twenty second, two thousand and three, 
Uh, I was an atheist, and I knew just enough about the Bible to trip up most believers. And uh, that's a that's a crazy thing. And that's why believers need to understand and get that right relationship with Jesus Christ through the Word of God. Uh, because the more that you read it, the more that you're going to know and the more that God is going to reveal to you. And so the one thing that you need to be looking for, as well as others, in showing people the way is that the Bible tells us of salvation. There's only one way to heaven, and that is through uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, you also need to look at the value of the Bible as far as authority for right and wrong. All you got to do is look at the world right now, and you can tell that the world is going to hell in a handbasket. Uh, we have no view of right or wrong. Right now, it's just about anything goes uh, as far as right and wrong. And that is not a good place uh, for the world to be right now because we've walked away from the authority of the Bible. If you look at the Bible at full face value, you will see the great rules and regulations and disciplines that God gives us throughout the Bible, as well as principles. If we follow those, obey those, there's things that will happen in our lives uh, that you can only call as blessings. Uh, disobedience will bring curses. Um, obedience will bring blessings. And so when we look at the Bible, we've got to understand the full authority of God throughout the whole Bible. And then the Bible is food and strength for the Christian. Matthew 4, 4, Jesus answered, It is written, Man does not live on bread alone, but on the very word that comes from the mouth of God. Acts twenty thirty two. Now I commit you to God to the, and to the word of his grace, which can build you up, and I give you an inheritance among those who are all sanctified. 1 Peter 2, 2. Like newborn babes, crave the pure spiritual milk, so that by it you may grow up in your salvation. And so... When we're reading our Bible on a consistent basis, when we're praying, when we're having a repentant lifestyle, there is food and strength for that. It's spiritual food. I always say do not eat physically until you can eat spiritually. So make sure you wake up every day, read your Bible, get to a place um, in the corner of the house, in your basement, um, in the garage, wherever you've got to get to get to a quiet place to where you can just sit and soak in uh, God's wisdom, God's love, God's plan for your life uh, in, in a way of salvation. Because the most important thing is what you do with what you're reading. Uh, having a head full of knowledge and not actually doing anything is useless. So make sure that you get out and do the things that God has called you to do. He's called us to share the gospel, Matthew 28, 19. Uh, he's called us to take care of the poor and the needy. He's, t he's called us to um, uh, help the widows and the orphans. And um, there's so much more throughout the Bible. So make sure that you're reading that on a daily basis. And the biggest thing that I would say that the Bible gives us is hope. Uh, for those who are in Christ, uh, followers of Christ, uh, we call them Christians, uh, saved, uh, born again, however you want to, to term that. Um, but those who are following Jesus, uh, there is hope, and it's all throughout the Bible. You see so many stories and so many uh, characters in the Bible that were on their last leg, and they, they thought they were going to uh, end up nowhere, and the hope of God came within the, in them through the power of the Holy Spirit, and, uh, and, and there's great hope. For you and I, um, this world's going to be a miserable place. For those who are following Christ, it's going to be hard, it's going to be tough. Uh, it, it may be miserable, it may be the best thing that you've ever seen, but we've got to stop trying to build our heaven here on earth because our, our, our home is not here. It is in heaven, and that is the great hope that we have. John 14, 1-3. 
Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. This is Jesus talking. In my Father's house there are many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you so. And I'm going there to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you with me so that you may also be where I am. John 14, 1-3. So guys, your hope is in Christ. It's not in this world, it's not in the government, it's not in a president, it's not in your family, it's not in your church, but it's in Christ. As a man, you and I need to get close to Christ, and we do that through his word. We've got to understand that there is truth there, that is, that is not contradictory, that God has given us everything that we need in 66 books, uh, from the Old Testament to the New Testament, and we need to be living off that every single day. Remember, guys, read, pray, Repent, And we're going to talk about those over the next few weeks as we uh, just dive into some major doctrinal issues. But I just wanted you today uh, to understand exactly how and why the Bible is what it is. And so once you start believing that and you start having faith that it is God's word uh, to his people, uh, I think it'll make a big difference in your life. So this is Jody Burkeen uh, with Man of God's Way. I pray that you guys have a blessed week. I pray that you guys will dive into your word. I pray that you'll find a day, uh, a time, and a place uh, every single day that you will read your Bible. Love you guys. Can't wait to talk next week. Have a blessed day. Thank you for listening to the Man Up God's Way podcast. For more information or to book Jody Burkeen to speak at your next men's event, check out our website manupgodsway.org